Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. There is a tradition in the United States that dates back more than 160 years where the White House holds a ceremony to celebrate and honor a member of the military's courage in the face of danger. The nation that fails to recognize its heroes soon won't have any uh, to recognize. This is Tomorrowtown, Tennessee. This is the podcast that tells the stories of the people who call the Tennessee Valley home, explores the problems they face, and talks to the people working on solutions and working to move this region forward. I'm Josh Rowe. I'm your host for this journey. Even in his 70s, when you talk to Larry Taylor, he looks and sounds like he might be the toughest person you've ever met, but at the same time, never intimidating. I've talked to Larry more than a dozen times since I first met him about five years ago. He's been fighting cancer that entire time. Still, quick to smile and quick to say something that will likely make you smile. So then when I went on active duty, uh, I was in Armor Branch and uh, they said, well, what do you think about this tank? And I said, it sucks. I want to go to flight school. So they sent me to flight school. This is the story of what Larry Taylor did one night in 1968 during the Vietnam War. And before we explain what exactly happened, there are a few things to understand here. Larry Taylor received a silver star for his actions in this mission. That's the third highest honor a soldier can receive for valor in combat. Since 2017, there's been a push to have that silver star upgraded to the Medal of Honor. And now, more than 55 years after his combat action, the White House has announced Larry Taylor will receive the Medal of Honor. You need congressional sponsorship. It's just not out of the blue. A major theme of this podcast series is local leaders and elected officials who are truly working to find solutions to problems big and small. Some big names in Tennessee politics have been working on this for several years. Among the names on the list, former Senator Bob Corker, Senator Marsha Blackburn, U.S. Representatives Mark Green and Chuck Fleischman. This is Chuck Fleischman. Larry went above and beyond the call of duty. 
And sometimes historically, we have a situation where somebody is forgotten. So that mission, what happened? What exactly was forgotten? Larry Taylor told me that story. I had a shade more than 2,000 combat missions and I never refused a mission and none of my men ever refused a mission. Um, you were scared most of the time, but uh, um, that was, That's what we did. Larry was among the first group of pilots to fly Cobra helicopters in the Vietnam War. The 18th of June, 1968. 1968, that was the deadliest year of the Vietnam War. How long had you been flying missions at that point? Uh, see, I got out of school in April, May, June, about six weeks. He got a call from Wildcat 2. Wildcat 2 was the call sign for one four-man LERP team. Taylor had worked with them many times in the past. Okay, so LERP is an acronym, L-R-R-P, Long Range Reconnaissance Patrol. They were calling themselves by the mission, L-R-R-P or L-R-P, Long Range Reconnaissance Patrol, and the Army honored them by giving them the name of rangers. This is Ronnie Imel, Army Ranger fought in Vietnam. They were doing something in smaller units than was even being taught in ranger school. At the time, you had Navy SEALs only just beginning. Delta Force had not even been invented yet. I first heard about this mission when I was in ranger school nearly a year after it had happened. This mission is legendary in the Army. Larry Taylor again. They said, uh, 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 well, here's the problem. Said we were supposed to recon this village here and around this village for uh, a week. And uh, they were waiting on us. And they were, they were, got surrounded in a big rice paddy. Um, uh, by a reinforced company of North Vietnamese and Viet Cong troops. And so they were outnumbered 20 to one to start with. So to put a finer point on Larry's job, he and the other Cobra pilots provided aerial fire support for soldiers who were on the ground in the war and taking heavy fire. We found them and we went to work clearing a clearing a hole for them. So there were two of these helicopters on the mission. Each had thousands of rounds and loaded with rockets as well. So they joined the fight, trying to create enough space for the LERP team to escape. That's until they... Began to run out of rockets and run out of ammunition, and you couldn't see anything. So the soldiers on the ground are in trouble. The helicopter out of ammunition, and they can't see. Also... My fuel light was on. That means you've got 20 minutes to go somewhere. So the situation, it's getting much worse. I needed to think of something innovative to pull these guys out, because they were, they were going to die. There were four of them, and they were surrounded uh, by about 60 people in a ring. So Larry calls in for more artillery, and part of the village starts to catch fire. It took their mind off of shooting at us, and so they quit shooting at us. He realizes if he has a chance to get those men out, this is it. I said, all right, uh, blow your claymore mines, and when you do, 
start running on an azimuth of 135 degrees. Run out in the, what you think is 100 yards and lay down. And again, he can't really see them, so he hopes what they think is 100 yards is the same thing that he thinks is 100 yards. Flared and landed and set it down in the dark, and then I nearly sat down on top of them. He did just what he said he did. He landed his helicopter in the middle of a firefight. And these helicopters, the Cobras, they're also called gunships. They move fast, are loaded with guns and ammo. It was only 36 inches wide. Matter of fact, you had, you had to wear a shoulder holster because you couldn't get your butt in the seat with a 45 on your hip. It has two seats, one in front and one behind. These helicopters are not made to move troops. So once Larry lands the helicopter, in the dark, in a field, in a firefight. These soldiers don't have any place to sit or ride in the helicopter. So what do they do? Well, here is Dave Hill. Dave Hill is one of the LERPs who had been in that firefight, who just ran 100 yards, fell to the ground, and now a Cobra helicopter is about to land on him. All of a sudden, we feel this downdraft of uh, wind, and uh, here comes Taylor's uh, Cobra and he's landing. Hill says nobody told him what was about to happen. Taylor just figured if he landed, we'd figure a way to latch ourselves onto the aircraft. So two jumped on one side of the Cobra and Dave Hill and another soldier jumped onto the now empty rocket pods on the other side. Uh, and rode it like a horse backwards. Larry Taylor lifted those four soldiers out of that battle, out of danger. He saved their lives that night. Took us up to about 1,500 feet or 2,000 feet out of small arms range took us to the Saigon uh, uh, water treatment plant. Roughly an 18-mile ride. It was kind of a, a magic carpet ride uh, that uh, we got paid to ride. Now, typically on these missions, there was another helicopter that would carry soldiers out of danger, designed for troop transport. But that night, that helicopter had a technical problem and had to go back to the base camp. So what Larry did prior to that, there was no training for it. And as far as this group is aware, there was not another rescue like it in the Vietnam War. I uh, went on and had other missions between this incident and when I went home. Uh, but it was never quite the same. Uh, when you're young, you basically feel, like, and particularly doing a job in an elite unit, you feel immortal. And I found out that night, we're not immortal. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
Now, if my memory is correct, the first time I heard about this story was the summer of 2018. I was at a Vietnam Veterans of America meeting and Larry and some friends were there. At the time, they were looking for other men who were there that night. The interviews you've heard so far were recorded not long after that meeting in late 2018, early 2019. On the ground in that LERP team, they were in contact with Dave Hill. The other members were Billy Kahn. He was killed in action in Vietnam. Team leader was Bob Elsner. He made it home, but passed away in the years since. But they weren't sure about one man, Gerald Patty. He grew up in Maryville, Tennessee, and Larry and his friends were hoping they might find someone who knew where Patty was. This is from that interview with Larry in late 2018. Thought they had found Gerald Patty somewhere. Was it the wrong Gerald <clears throat> Patty? Yeah. Oh. Uh, they did. They said, oh, we got numbers in Nashville. So I went to Nashville and called those numbers and, and they said, no, uh, they're disconnected. They searched across the country. Yeah, we found two in Missouri that didn't pan out. One in New Jersey, a little bit different spelling, and it didn't pan out. They finally found the family in Nashville and learned that Gerald Patty had passed away. Did he talk much about the war? Not so much, because he got upset. You know, he his, a lot of his friends were taken away, you know, killed off, and he didn't really like to talk about it too much. That's Sylvia Patty, Gerald Patty's widow. A couple of years ago, I talked to Sylvia and their daughter, Jacqueline. This mission was a day before his 19th birthday. Gerald Patty was just 18 years old that night in 1968. If he didn't make it out alive that night or make it out of the war at all, he never would have gotten to return to Tennessee and start his family. He had children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. This is Jacqueline again, Gerald Patty's daughter. A few days before he passed, he kind of reverted back to that you know, that mentality as if he was in Vietnam. Before then, he didn't mention being a LERP or what happened on June 18th, 1968. Didn't talk about Larry Taylor, but he did say this. I actually didn't realize that he had mentioned um, Dave um, until we found, you know, we talked to Dave and he had talked about him actually before his passing. And he said, Dave's coming, don't worry. But the Patty family didn't know who Dave was. They didn't find out until they were contacted by this group of veterans looking for survivors of this mission. And you don't have to talk to Dave Hill very long to understand that he is the kind of friend you look for when you need a friend. He's been a major force behind this effort to get Larry Taylor the Medal of Honor from the very beginning. He's been working at this for years. I talked to Hill recently from his home in Nevada about how all this started. We were talking about it. I said, look, uh, why didn't he get the Medal of Honor? I said, well, we always assumed he did. Obviously, he didn't. I don't know where to go from here. And uh, so, so you, you, you assumed that he ha had already. Is that right? Up to 1999, uh, our first reunion in Branson. Then we found out, no, he hadn't gotten it. Dave spent years thinking about it, researching, but he really wasn't sure where to start. I sent a letter to Senator Bob Corker and said, you, you know, you have a native son there in Chattanooga area, uh, Larry Taylor, that uh, should be considered for the Medal of Honor. And I laid out my case for it. Senator Corker's office not only responded, but his staff went to work to learn the process. The entire process was totally new to all of us. That letter exchange was six years and lots of paperwork ago. Answering all the questions that... Uh, 
that uh, were required to be answered for submitting for an upgrade. So the Army requires two eyewitnesses to consider an upgrade. So after they learn that Gerald Patty had passed away, they start looking for other possible survivors. Again, they have one. They have Dave Hill. They knew the pilots on the second Cobra that night. They were no longer living. But Taylor's co-pilot is still alive, but lives out of the country. And it took them more than a year to make contact with him. Numerous residences. Uh, and then we started a lot of track and trace activity and finally were eventually able to get a, get a hold of him. And he came through with an excellent witness letter, which corroborated everything that we'd stated in the original application. Larry Taylor hand-delivered that letter to Fort Knox, Kentucky. Then they waited for close to a year. And finally, the Army came back with an answer. They said no. The Army said there was still something missing. What they call new and substantive information that was not known to Larry Taylor's commanders at the time they were deciding if he would get an award and what the level of that award should be. But Larry Taylor's commanders never talked to Dave Hill or any of the people on the ground that night. So the group went looking for more help. Ultimately, uh, we got uh, General B.B. Uh, Bell involved, and that proved to be a, a real icebreaker on this process. And if you need ice to be broken, it's hard to imagine someone more bent to break ice than retired four-star Army General B.B. Bell. And to be super clear here, why a four-star general is a big deal? Well, only nine Americans have ever been promoted to a five-star rank. And no one has held a five-star rank in more than 40 years. So a four-star general, that's a big deal. Also, another interesting fact about B.B. Bell, he was General Norman Schwarzkopf's executive officer during Desert Storm. I talked to General Bell a couple of years ago about why he got involved. I'm highly... Uh, sensitized to the um, stories that I've read about this combat action. The first person accounts are there. Uh, this gentleman named Dave Hill um, knows 100% what happened that night on the ground. Um, we have other first person witnesses who saw Mr. Taylor's action. Uh, it was stunning, as you have reported, um, and meets, in my view, every criteria for an award for exceptional heroism and intrepidity on the battlefield in service to one's nation at great risk to your own life. Larry Taylor saved four lives that night. They were dead and they knew it. It's time now for America to recognize these efforts. General Bell was able to get the Army to take another look and understand they did have information that Taylor's command did not. Through his help, this petition for an upgrade to the Medal of Honor moved forward. It went to the Pentagon. And after more than a year of waiting, Larry received word in April of 2023. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin approved Larry Taylor to receive the Medal of Honor. It then went to the White House and President Biden signed it. This is Congressman from Tennessee, Chuck Fleischman, again. He went above and beyond the call of duty to rescue people. He actually saved people. Unfortunately, at that point in time, despite the fact that he was uh, ultimately given a medal, uh, he should have been given the Congressional Medal of Honor. It was heroic. It was beyond heroic. I told my men, you never leave a man on the ground. And we never did. 
Larry Taylor saved lives in the Vietnam War. Larry Taylor's also seen things most of us never will. Legitimately, a list of elected officials working on his behalf to find a real solution for him. Also, we all have known friends who come in and out of our lives. But Larry Taylor has also learned firsthand that sometimes friendships really can last a lifetime. And we know the history. Many of us have heard firsthand the stories of so many who fought in Vietnam who came home and were told to just not talk about the war. Others have told me stories of being shouted at, protested, mistreated. Many never got a welcome home. Or they may have waited decades to hear a thank you for your service. And Larry, like so many other veterans of the war in Vietnam, has suffered from cancers related to Agent Orange exposure. The lives of our Vietnam veterans... It's not been easy. And somebody asked me, well, would you, would you go back and do it all over again? Yeah, tomorrow, if I could remember how to start the damn helicopter. Uh, but yeah, I'd do it all over. Because that's the most important thing that I'd ever done in my life before or since. This is Tomorrowtown, Tennessee, a production of News Channel 9, Fox Chattanooga, and Sinclair Broadcast Group Chattanooga. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us again real soon. Music